Hey everybody, welcome to The Edge Podcast by MGR, your host David Gill here. I hope everybody's having a fantastic week. I am as always and today, this week, we are going to get a little more tactical than usual. Normally I talk about uh, kind of what's going on in the business and tech world and talk more strategy and what companies are doing and what maybe you could be doing, uh, what you can learn from them. But today, and I used to do more tactical stuff and I haven't done anything super tactical in a while. Uh, you know, t- strategies, more big picture, tactical is more uh, specific things you can do to get results right now. And I just thought, you know, maybe now is a good time to do a little tactical episode. Uh, I know we have a lot of Amazon sellers and e-commerce people that follow us and listen to this podcast. And so I wanted to do something for you guys, which is basically just explain, obviously we do, you know, we work a lot on uh, product listings for Amazon all the time. That's what we do all day long. I mean, Anyways, uh, basically constantly optimizing and what I like to say, uh, product listing maximizing. And uh, yeah, so I just wanted to give my top tips and kind of go through what I'm thinking and what I look at if I'm doing, say, uh, audit, um, kind of optimizing a page or just creating a new listing from scratch, uh, what I look at in the title, the images, the bullets, all the everything, and uh, just kind of give you my thoughts and some tactics that you could use. I will say this episode is coming out a little late because normally I record this on Thursday afternoons, Thursday evenings, but uh, the NBA Finals, the game six between the Raptors and Warriors was last night, so I uh, am recording this on a Friday instead, you know, it's how it is. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. You hate to see the Warriors go down the way they did. Uh, I'm not a big Warriors fan. You know, I, I, like many NBA fans, are ready for the next uh, wave of people to come in. I'm I'm ready for the Warriors dynasty to end. I know I have a lot of San Francisco and Silicon Valley people who listen to this. Sorry, it's just the truth. Uh, I'm a Suns fan, so I'm very tortured. But uh, you hate to see things end with Klay Thompson tearing his ACL and... uh, Kevin Durant rupturing his Achilles, that's, you know, you never want to see that as a basketball fan. You you hate to see that some of these top players are just going to be out for the next season. But anyways, enough about basketball. Um, let's get into some tactics about how we can optimize Amazon listings. Let's go. You ain't got no money, I ain't got no time. All these faces looking funny when I'm driving by. So I'm just going to kind of go in order here, kind of top down. We're going to start with the product title, then we'll get into images and we'll just go from there. Um, So product title, this is something that in a way seems simple. It's just what are you going to title your product? But there's actually a lot of uh, thought that has to go into your product title. And there's a few key things that we always do. Um, when making a title and there's kind of do's and don'ts and uh, the first thing that I will say that a lot of people don't do that I think you definitely definitely should is to put your brand name first in the title so 
if I'm selling uh, David's dog foods, right, or the the Edge dog foods, uh, it's gonna be my title is going to be start with the Edge and then you know whatever product I'm selling, and I'm not gonna just start with uh, you know, organic dog food, it's going to be the edge organic dog food. And you want to do that one just so if people are searching for your actual brand, you're going to pop up first, obviously. And uh, two, just because it gives your brand more reputation. And overall, uh, I think a lot of people actually I mean, most people when they are buying products, they care about the brand, even if they've never heard of your brand, just by having your brand there first and not just being a generic listing for some type of dog food. I'm gonna use dog food as my example for this whole episode, just so I'm, I stay consistent. I don't know why I always use dog food. I've used it in the past, but I think it's a it's an easy go to. Um, so anyways, yeah. Uh, you want to put your brand name first in the title. But more importantly, uh, there's a big controversy, or I shouldn't say controversy, big debate over keywords in the title. And should you optimize more for click-through rate, as in just making a great title that a lot of people are going to click on, or should you optimize uh, for just basically what's called keyword stuffing and just stuffing that title with tons of keywords so that uh, you rank for tons of different keywords organically uh, with that title. Um, in our opinion, you want to have a nice delicate balance, um, but you should prioritize actually click-through rate because click-through rate is tremendously important to your rankings. A lot of people don't realize this. They think they just have to shove as many keywords as possible and then they'll start ranking. No, because even if you do rank temporarily, if your title is not enticing and it's not getting a lot of people to click on your listing, then your ranking is going to drop because Amazon's algorithms look at the click-through rate and if no one's clicking on your product, that means no one's going to buy your product and that means Amazon is not making money off of your product and so they're going to lower you on the rankings. So click-through rate matters a lot just as much, if not more, than the actual uh, keyword stuffing. So our uh, advice is to make the first half of your title very clean and very salesy. Make it as enticing as possible for people to click on it and don't try to stuff it with keywords. Uh, just make it very clean and clear. And then towards the end of your title, uh, you can add, we, we typically do not like to add more than three keywords in a title that we're trying to rank for. So you can choose basically two uh, of your primary keywords and then maybe one long tail keyword that you can try to rank for in your title and basically so if you have uh, organic dog food whatever so organic is going to be one of the the key main keywords so organic dog food and then it'll be the edge organic dog food um, you know there's all types of stuff that you can do made in usa all natural ingredients uh if it's you know regular food for humans you could say low carb you know obviously everybody has their keywords that they're going after um and so you want to choose maybe two or three but the most important thing is to make sure that that title is very uh clickable it makes it entices people to click them that's more important than keyword stuffing in the long term because click-through rate matters a lot and obviously you want people to click on your listing because then 
they're much more likely to buy. No one can buy your product if they don't actually click on your listing. So that's our opinion on product titles. Yes, you can have keywords, just don't stuff it and don't make it a bunch of gibberish. You see a lot of these uh, titles where it's just infinitely long. It's way, 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 way too long and it's just stuffed with a million keywords. You don't wanna do that. Okay, next up is images, product images. So there's basically two images that you uh, we'll have two types, the main product image, the one that uh, needs to be on a white background with your product, uh, that's the same for everybody, and then the internal images that everybody sees. Um, so for the main image, obviously, there's not a whole lot to say here, just make sure that the product, one thing that we see is a lot of people don't fill it up in the square enough, so you wanna make sure that your product is taking up, taking up as much space as possible uh, on that white background. Um, Pretty self-explanatory. Now, some people do a straight-on image. Some people do kind of different angles with maybe a shadow. Those are things that can be played with. Um, but overall, most product images are going to be about the same, just on a white background. Not too much to say there. Um, but once you get into the internal images, these are very important. So you want to have typically two types of images. There's the uh, depending on the product, kind of lifestyle or in-use type of image. And then there's the infographic image. And what I mean by infographic is, as I'm sure you've seen them, I'm sure you maybe are even using some, um, but basically a picture that has little uh, text around it and maybe arrows or little things, you know what I'm talking about, uh, that try to explain the benefits or how the product works or answer questions that the customer might have. So those we have found, the infographics, um, to be the best type of images to use. And the majority of your images should actually be infographics. And then depending on the product, maybe you have a few of the product in use, or if it's a dog food, obviously you wanna have at least one picture of a dog actually eating it, a cute little dog, something. But for the most part, um, you're gonna wanna have infographics. So if it's a dog food, you uh, will have different infographics saying different health benefits and uh, whatever else, why it's so good for your dog, why they should eat it. Um, if it's some type of gadget, right, an electronic, you want to list out different features and what it can do. Uh, there's tons of examples of this. And you can really, I mean, the best source of inspiration is just to go to the best sellers in every category and see what kind of images they're using, right? I mean, that's at the end of the day, they're the best sellers, they're doing really well for a reason, and you'll wanna see kind of the types of images they're using, and I guarantee you they're using lots of infographics. A company that has done really well on Amazon that does really well with infographics uh, is Anchor, A-N-K-E-R, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of them. Uh, they're an Amazon-grown business, and they sell electronics and accessories, and they have fantastic infographics. So they're a good example if you wanna go see uh, kind of what I'm talking about and the types of infographics you should be creating. But with your infographics, you basically want to do, like I said, kind of two or three things. You want to list the key benefits of your product, how the product works, if it needs and some form of explanation, and then third, but very important, you wanna try to answer the most common questions the customer might have. So when customers click on a listing, they're pretty much looking at it and they have a few main questions in their head. They said, and, and most people, like if I'm buying dog food, I'm gonna have in my head, okay, is this dog food healthy? 
um, will my dog like it, right? And maybe, I don't know, I'm trying to think, dog food may be a little limited. Maybe if it's just regular food, right? If I buy some new uh, health drink on Amazon, I want to see, is this healthy? Maybe is it low sugar or low carb? Um, does it have all natural ingredients and does it taste good, right? Those are like kind of the main questions that will be going through my head if I'm looking for some type of drink. And so you want to go through and figure out for whatever product you have, what are the main things that people are looking for? What are the main questions that they have? Because if you can answer, yes, it is low carb, it is low sugar, it is, uh, all natural ingredients and it tastes great, then you answer those four questions for me uh, and it's a good price, right? Maybe that's my fifth question, then I'm going to buy it, right? So you want to answer whatever those most common questions are. And an easy way to do this, by the way, is just to go if you have, you know, you're in your Q&A section, if you have questions and you get a question that comes up frequently, you can now in the future create an infographic that basically will answer that question. So you don't get people going down and asking about it. They just get it answered right away when they're looking at your images. The images are probably the most important thing when it comes to uh, making a conversion, making the sale. Most people do not read a ton of text on the page. Most people look at the images and they look at the reviews. Um, and they'll also look at the enhanced branded content, which we'll get into a little bit, um, which obviously has more images. But those are the main things. People are very visual and they don't like to read a lot. So that's why having the graphics with text and kind of explaining and answering the biggest questions is going to make, uh, is going to increase your conversions quite a bit. So that's kind of what you want to think about with your images. Key features and benefits, maybe what's different about your product from others, and then the most common questions. And obviously you want to make your images very beautiful and look good, but you want to answer those key questions. Okay, next up, are the bullet points. So the bullet points is where you can start doing a little more keyword stuffing. Um, still don't want to do a ton of it because some people still, I, I would say a lot of people don't read the bullet points, but a lot of people do. Um, I don't know the full statistics on it, the full numbers, um, but a lot of people do read the bullet points. So you don't want to, again, just keyword stuff it and have incoherent sentences, um, but you are able to. So this is our strategy because you do want to have lots of keywords in your listing, obviously, and lots of good long tail keywords to start ranking. So what we do is typically if you see on Amazon the bullets, there's five bullets that they let you use. And typically the last two are actually what's called below the fold. So there's a little arrow that you have to click to drop down and open them. Um, a lot of people are not going to do that. They're just going to read the first few bullets and then keep move on and maybe look at reviews or go back to the images, whatever. Um, so you want to look at those first three bullets. And so the first three bullets, you want to make them very, very enticing, right? Use the first three bullets to answer the most important questions. Just like I said, a lot of the same questions that you were answering with your images, you want to answer them again with your bullets and then tell the, you only have three. So I would, I, what we typically do is tell the biggest benefit of the product. What's the biggest selling point? Every product has their one or two biggest selling points. So you want to have that. Uh, what is the biggest differentiator about your product? What is unique? What separates you from everybody else? You have to have at least, you want to try to come with at least one thing. And then third, uh, try to answer maybe the one or two most common questions about your product that people are going to ask. Uh, and try to fit those in the first three bullets because those are the ones that people are most likely to see. 
Then the final two bullets, which are what's called below the fold, that's where we tend to do a little more keyword stuffing because a lot of people aren't going to read them. Now, you still want to make them clear sentences. You don't want to make them gibberish, but that's where you can add in a couple different long tail keywords. When I say long tail, I mean if a keyword is longer than, say, three words. So if I have organic dog food, that's a regular keyword or obviously dog food would be you know, the main keyword, but good luck ranking for dog food on Amazon. Um, but a long tail keyword might be um, organic bacon flavored dog food, right? Uh, if someone's looking for a nice bacon flavored dog, I don't know if they make that or not. I'm sure they do. But that would be your long tail keyword. So if you have an organic bacon flavored dog food, that's where you want to put it in the uh, you want to you want to definitely add those long tail keywords in those fourth and fifth bullets. And you can add I wouldn't overstuff it, but you can easily add in each bullet three to maybe even five keywords. If it's long tail, obviously you can't add as many because you don't want to have a gibberish sentence, but three to five keywords in the final two bullets uh, that most people are not going to read is a good idea because it's going to definitely help you rank uh, on Amazon and it's not going to affect your conversion rate uh, with people because most people won't read it. So that's kind of our strategy. Use the first three bullets to still try to make the sale because people will probably read those, but the last two, a lot of people are not going to click that drop down. And so you can still make it a cohesive sentence, but you can do a little keyword stuffing there if you want to because I know everybody just loves to stuff their listings with keywords. So if you want to, that's where you can. Now we're going to get into an enhanced branded content. Um, this is only available to people who have registered their brands on Amazon. Um, if you don't know how to do that, basically you need a trademark. If you don't have a trademark, you cannot register your brand. But once you get a trademark, then you can. There's a ton of benefits to having enhanced branded content. Um, but the main one is that it's just going to increase your conversion rates overall. Uh, and I highly, highly, highly recommend that you, if you don't have a trademark, that you try to get one. Uh, in the US, it does take a while. It can take up to a year. Um, it's kind of a pain, but it's very well worth it in the long run. And uh, yeah, so you definitely want to get enhanced branded content as soon as possible. So what do you do with enhanced branded content? Well, you want to treat it very similar to your product images. Um, it's basically, I mean, it, that's really what it is. It's just more content area for you to use. Um, I would say you should definitely use it to showcase your brand a little bit, try to boost your credibility. Um, here you can have a few more if you want to have uh, lifestyle type images, but overall it's going to be more uh, infographic type of images. Uh, just because, again, those are what People really like to see the answer questions really quickly. This gives you more of an opportunity um, to answer even more questions if you weren't able to answer them above in your main images or in your bullet points. Uh, and again, just kind of repeat those key features. Again, I think a good example is, like I said, Anchor. I mean, there's tons of great examples, but Anchor does a great job with the infographics, especially because they have products that have a lot of features and have a lot of, uh, maybe people might have a lot of questions about. Uh, so they want to showcase all of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just going to be very similar to your product images. And I would try not to use too much text, honestly, in the enhanced branded content. Uh, because again, people don't read too much. I would use it mostly for images and then maybe have some, you can use some titles and stuff, but I see some people use enhanced branded content and just add like paragraphs there. 
Honestly, let's be real. I mean, just look at your own behavior when you're browsing uh, listings. How often are you actually reading the paragraphs? Maybe you do if it's a specific type of product, but in most cases, people are not reading too much. Uh, it's just very natural. Humans are naturally lazy. So you want to have uh, just images and titles and big, bold words that are explaining things very clearly and quickly. Um, yeah, and overall, I would just say, oh, by the way, uh, so everybody knows, don't keyword stuff here because enhanced branded content does not uh, affect rankings for keywords. So any keywords you put in your enhanced branded content do not affect. So just don't do not do that because it's, it's worthless. Just make sure it's good, clear copy that makes sales. But yeah, overall, I would just say treat it very similar to your images and bullets. Just try to answer the main questions key features, benefits, what differentiates. It's pretty much the same thing. Uh, it just gives you more space to create a little, almost a mini landing page for yourself on your uh, listing. Uh, you can compare if you have different products, like a lot of companies we work with, if they say have different flavors or different uh, colors of something, they'll have, you can do little comparison uh, chart, or you can have something that if you have your, right, if you're uh, like Anchor, for example, you could have, uh, they sell like batteries, so they could have one battery that would give you this much charge, another battery gives you this much charge, and you can kind of compare them and have list the key features there. So uh, Amazon lets you do quite a bit with that, so you can mess around with it and um, kind of mess around with the order of things, gives you different modules, and just see, uh, again, key features, key benefits, and what differentiates in the main questions. That's what matters. Now, I'm going to talk about the product description for a second because if you don't have enhanced branded content, then you will have a description. Typically, when you use enhanced branded content, the description disappears. Um, you should still be filling out the description even if you have enhanced branded content because the keywords will still help you rank even if they're not on the page. They're still on the Amazon backend, so those keywords will still help you work. Um, the description is really where you can do the most keyword stuffing, uh, especially if you have enhanced branded content, it's not gonna show up. Then keyword stuff all day long if you want to uh, and just add a bunch of keywords that are great. If you have a description that does show up, sometimes it will show description and enhanced branded content at the same time. It's kind of rare, but I think they're just testing it out. But mostly if you have the EBC enhanced branded content, it won't show up. Um, but if you don't have enhanced branded content, uh, because you don't have your trademark and brand registry and all that, and maybe you're waiting for your trademark to get registered, uh, then the description does show up. So if the description does show up, Again, this is where you can do the most keyword stuffing because I think a lot of people don't read the description. Maybe they'll read the bullets. Maybe they'll read the first few lines in the description, but they're not going to read the whole thing. Um, the best thing I would recommend is that you just make, I would still bulletize your uh, description. I wouldn't use, I would be very careful. Some people um, add in lots of CSS and different code to make it look a little more attractive. I'll be very careful with that because a lot of that is against Amazon's uh, policies. They don't like that. Now, some people get away with it, but you're always taking a risk. And the worst thing that you want is the last thing anybody wants is to get in trouble with Amazon because if you've been selling on Amazon for any decent amount of time, you know that it's very difficult to deal with their seller support and to uh, get a listing back up or account reinstated if they if they decide to put the hammer on you. And uh, it happens often. It happens unexpectedly. So I would just avoid adding little CSS stuff 
and custom code that isn't going to do a whole lot for you in terms of conversion, but could get you in trouble with Amazon um, if you get caught. So I would just avoid that. I would just use it, make clear, concise lines of text that explain the benefits. And uh, again, you can do more keyword stuffing here, especially if you want to do your long tail keywords, your your three, four, five, six word keywords uh, that people are searching. This is the best place to put them. Um, so yeah, overall, use it more for ranking than try to get conversions because a lot of people just don't read it. So that's the main parts of your listing. Obviously, other than that, um, the, below that, you're going to get into the questions and reviews. Always try to answer as, all the questions that are in there uh, as clearly as possible because one one person may have a question and a lot of other people probably have the same question. So always try to answer them. And then obviously reviews, you're kind of out of control there. Uh, you just got to hope for the best. Hopefully, if you have a good product and have good customer service, you're going to have good reviews. Uh, just other little tips on the back end info um, for like the keywords that it will have you put in the back end. It always asks you for keywords or it's called search terms, but it's basically keywords. Um, you have, I think it's a 250 character limit. So I would put more long tail keywords there, not the short uh, keywords, because uh, it's just going to help you with ranking. Those do matter. Um, you, you can always adjust those over time. So if you're, tr I would go for more long tail keywords in the beginning if with the listing and then over time if you want you can go after you know if, like I said like if it's dog food I would definitely go after the main keyword uh, organic uh, what did I say organic bacon flavored dog food right I would go after that first then maybe you can just go over after organic dog food down the road um, but you can always kind of mess with those things and you can change them but leave them at least for a week or two at a time when you change them uh, you don't want to be constantly changing them um, and then just fill out as many of the extra fields as possible. Obviously, there's a million fields on the back end, but a lot of that stuff can matter because uh, a lot of people have questions about like the size and weight of the products, um, different ingredients, different allergens, different disclaimers, things like that. Legal disclaimers, be sure to put those. Just fill out those because every little extra bit of information that a person might have, like I said, you're trying to answer any question a customer might have when they go to your listing because if you can answer all of their questions and you give them the answer they're looking for then they're going to be much more likely to uh, buy your product so those are our main tips and these really do work if you kind of follow this process again this is what we look at when we're auditing listings very often we can double or more the conversion rate of a listing just by uh, doing all of these little things. It's all the little details that matter. Um, if you can just, you know, you want to make the perfect listing. There's no such thing as the perfect listing, but every little detail matters. And again, I mean, listen, uh, great, uh, good artists copy, great artists steal. Well, good sellers copy, great artists or great sellers steal. Go to other top listings and see what they're doing. Obviously, they are doing something right if they're ranking highly and they're uh, converting highly. So you want to see what types of images are they using, what types of bullets do they use, all types of stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, uh, there is a bit of a formula that works on Amazon. And you always want to be unique in your own way. But as far as 
uh, the overall principles, this is what works really well. And this is what we have found works really well working with a lot of people and studying lots of the competition. So that is my advice for you. If uh, I'm going to do a little uh, shout out here for ourselves, if you want to contact us, um, you can just go to mgredge.com slash amz slash amz for amazon very simple i'll put the link in the podcast show notes as well if you want to ask us any questions we do a free 30 minute consultation if you want so you can ask us any questions get any advice if you want and uh yeah we'll be glad to talk to you and then maybe we could do some work together if that interests you anyways guys thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed i hope this helps you out if you know another amazon seller or someone who's looking to get into amazon selling be sure to share this with them because i'm sure they would be very grateful and this would be very helpful and uh yeah i hope you guys have a great day thank you so much for listening i will see you next time